0: It's named a TV Tangents, a retro TV podcast. All right, welcome to TV Tangents, Natalie.
1: Hi, Rebecca. How are you? I'm good.
0: Great. Today we're talking about a very short-lived show that's also very important in TV history that most people probably haven't heard about.
1: I, have ne- I had never heard about it till you told me about it, and then we decided to watch it.
0: I had never heard about it until I was searching on what is it on? Uh, I watched it on Amazon. Amazon Prime. Yeah. Yeah. I was searching on Amazon for something to watch one night, and I was like, that's in black and white. That looks good. So I started watching it. The show is called Decoy, and it was a 1950s cop drama set in New York, and based on real life crime files of the NYPD. I love how it says that at the beginning. I was like, because I think you
1: might have told me that, and I was like, oh, hey, mm-hmm. And it's so funny, because now shows like Law and & Order and whatever, they're always like, sometimes ahead of time, they'll be like, nothing in this show is based on fact. And then you watch it, and it's like some celebrity, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I'm it's pretty like, sure oh, it and is. that's a little close to a celebrity thing that just happened. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this was like super interesting, especially for
0: 1957. Right. So, it had a little bit of grit to it, because huh. it was based on real stuff. And it was the first American female police series. And one of the first TV shows to have a solo female lead. Mm. Each episode was narrated by the main character Casey Jones, who sometimes broke the fourth wall and spoke directly to the audience. And she totally would be like at the very end of the novel, and she'd be like, "And by the way," and she'd all turn to the camera like she. And I was like, "Oh, look at this!" Yeah, she was large and in charge. This was filmed from March 1957 until the producers ran out of money in 1958. Oh, so sad. And the show premiered on limited independent stations um, on October 14, 1957. After only one season aired, the show was put into syndication under the title Policewoman Decoy or Decoy Policewoman, and it was wildly popular and the basis for a lot of other shows. It was very Dragnet-ish also.
1: Yeah, and I was kind of like... every, Every episode is, you know, not the same because it's a different story. Same... You know, we always talk about how the... Some of the sitcoms, okay, it's a story, and then this, and then a happy ending, blah, Mm blah, blah. So it was kind of, some of that was similar, like, oh, it's all dramatic. And some of the dramatic music just cracked me up sometimes, like they wanted it to be extra dramatic. Um, But so cool, kind of, to see her little extra stories, and she just had to take on these roles. Like, she was basically, like, undercover constantly. Yeah. And she'd befriend
0: people to solve a crime, and it was
1: so cool. I was like, "Oh,
0: decoy is an interesting choice for the name of the show." Yeah, because she's not really a decoy. No, she's. It should kind of have been, like undercover. undercover. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, she. Hmm. Yeah, they don't. We don't learn much about Casey. No,
1: and she's gorgeous, she and is I just how I love how it's Policewoman Jones, and I just thought how funny that is. Um, And she she, yeah, she's always like but she's a little interesting. Like I think in the very beginning when I was watching it, you know, she like hides her gun in a light fixture. mm. And it's almost and she's a little victim-y at times too. So I'm kind of like but then she's also playing trying to play a role and letting it go as far as it can go until she reveals herself or however. Yeah. She's like, yeah.
0: Every episode that I watched, at some point she says I'm a policewoman. Yes. <laughs> I am a policewoman. I love that part.
1: I know. I was like, oh, how funny that is. Like, you never, because now I'm always like, I obviously have friends who are police officers. And that's what you say. You say, I'm a police officer. Yep. I don't I'm know a another, I don't, and I have several female friends. They know I'm a policewoman. <laughs> I'm going to actually go to one of my friends and say that later. I'm like, are you a policewoman? policewoman. They're going to be like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Lady police
0: officer. Let's talk about the cast real quick, shall we? Yes. Beverly Garland. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. The, that um, is the cast. I, know, I was going to say, oh, okay, I know we're going talk yeah. about the cast. I know one person because I'm pretty sure that's it. That is it. And she was born Beverly Lucy Fresenden in Santa Cruz, California on October 17, 1926. Oh. And she was married three times. Her first husband was Bob Campbell. Then in 1951, she married actor Richard Garland, which is where she got her stage name. And they divorced two years later, but she kept using his last name professionally only. She married her third husband, Fillmore Crank, Mm -hmm. in 1960, and he built a Howard Johnson's Motor Lodge in the 1970s and then upgraded it to a resort and renamed it Beverly Garland's Holiday Inn. Does this Isn't place here? still exist? Well, <laughs> it technically does. Oh. But in 2014, it was again renamed The Garland. So, oh, yes, you okay. can go to The so we Garland. we to go there. Okay. And she and Fillmore were married until his death in 1999. She had two children, a son and a daughter, or as my typo says right here, a song and a daughter. Nice. A song. A, song a, daughter a song and a daughter. A song and a daughter. From her previous marriage, and Fillmore had a son. Beverly died in Hollywood on December 5th, 2008 from natural causes, and she was 82. Early in her career, she played mostly strong, independent women, as she did on this show. Yeah. She was awesome. She, she, she was very, like... And there wasn't cool. any, like, I have to defend my being a policewoman true. that I saw in no, the show. No, that's true. All the men in there were, like... Yes, she's a policewoman. She does her job, even yeah. though it's not the same job that we do, because she has to pretend like she's not a police officer. That's true,
1: and there was even an episode where I thought, so she basically let somebody out of cuffs, and then the other guy, the police man, came, and they were talking, and, oh, we have to, we can look for him. She's like, I will take full responsibility. And he was like, you'll be off the force. It wasn't like, but it was more like, because she's like, I would take all the fault. yeah. And it wasn't so much that it would be that way because she was a woman. It was almost, I expected it like, no, they'll, you know, it'll be worse for you because you're a woman. He didn't seem to, like, take that route. I was like, oh, okay, so maybe it's okay.
0: Yeah. I mean, even though she was, you know, referred to in an other kind of way, Mm -hmm. she still seemed to be pretty equal to the guys. Yeah, And even one time, one of the fellow detectives came into her apartment and, like, Sat on her couch and she's in her nightgown and he's trying to talk her into mm-hmm. going and in to work and whatever. And she's just one of the guys apparently. Yeah, like, so, yeah, she was nominated for an Emmy for Best Actress in a single single performance for her role in Medic in 1955, and in 1983 she was given a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So someday when we see the Walk oh. of Fame, we'll have to point out all the people we know oh from all the gosh. shows we, we watch. Do know
1: all the people. I love
0: it. Some other roles that Beverly Garland has been in, because her face is very familiar, mm-hmm. obviously. In 19, in the 1970s, she played Cookie LaRue in Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman, which is a show I've heard of a million times, but I'm still totally unfamiliar with it. Me too. On My Three Sons, she was Barbara, who married Stephen Douglas and became the stepmom of the Three That's Sons. That's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Watched My Three Sons as a child, I remember. Other moms that she played are Amanda King's mother on Scarecrow and Mrs. King, and Laura Holt's mom on Remington Steele, and Lois Lane's mom on Lois and Clark. She was on one episode of P.S. I Love You, starring Greg Evigan and Connie Selica, which I will mention any chance I can until (sighs) someone puts it on streaming and we can watch it and talk about it, because it was a good show. She also was on Friends... Who was she on Friends? She was Aunt Iris and <gasps> the one with all the poker. poker. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. In mm. 2002, she appeared on a special TV Moms edition of The Weakest Link, and she was voted off first. Hmm. And your assignment, listener, is to see if you can spot Beverly Garland on these shows. Uh, Magnum P.I., Ellen, Trapper John... The Six Million Dollar Man, The Mary Tyler Moore Show, Heart to Heart, Love American Style, The Mod Squad, Gunsmoke, anything else that oh you my gosh. are watching. So no wonder she looks familiar. She's because in everything.
1: I haven't seen all of those shows mm-hmm. in their entirety. But growing up as we have, reason we have this show is because we watched a ton of random TV shows. So knowing that now, I'm sure I've seen her...
0: Even if she was older, but yeah, very familiar. So. Yeah, and she's so young in this mm-hmm. show. I don't know how old she is because like I. 30 ish would have been? Because didn't you say she I was said born in twenty twenty six? 26, yeah. Yeah. But I don't do math, so. Yep, started in 57. But so she, yeah. she looks younger than that. Maybe it's the black and white. It's yeah, a nice filter. I don't yeah. Know.
1: And it's cool to me, though, there's like, and again, you know, going to current uh, references, but I am a huge watcher of Law & Order SVU. And early on in the show, Detective Olivia Benson, who's played by Mariska Hargate, is there. That's who she reminded me of. And it's mm. probably also because earlier. Olivia has shorter hair and is just very, and is gorgeous. And, but still, you never think, like, oh, she's just the pretty policewoman. Mm -hmm. It's very like they're into it and they know what they're doing. And they also kind of both befriend people to get the information that they need, which I like too. She, in Decoy, she's very, Like, uh, what word am I thinking of? Not, like, precise, but, uh, like, regimented in how she does it. Like, she knows exactly how she's going to get information. And puts herself in dangerous situations. But also, again, she kind of knows exactly how she's going to get the information.
0: Yeah. She is very good at relating to the people that She talks to a lot of um, prostitutes Mm -hmm. and drug addicts Mm -hmm. and... Mm -hmm. criminals Criminals. and most like almost all female Mm -hmm. right yeah she
1: she has to go in prison with females at one point and this you know so you're in a dangerous situation because especially if they find out that you might be a fink as i saw them (laughs) like they they write that on her door when she's in the prison and i was like oh
0: fink you're a fink (laughs) well this series addressed a lot of topics like unplanned pregnancy and drugs and Mm -hmm. assault And if I were a mom in the 50s, Mm. I wouldn't let my kids watch this. No. Mm -hmm. And it was a little,
1: like, yeah. I mean, it was kind of intense. I was almost, when I very first started watching it, like, the very first episode, I think, was, like, this this woman is delusional, and she thinks she's in a relationship with some guy. Mm. And... Uh, Casey like moves across the hall from her and befriends her, and right away I was like, this woman would give me the heebie-jeebies. I'd be, I mean, because she just was so delusional that she was in a relationship, mm-hmm. and then it was like. You know, she's trying to get her. And then that's that's the one where she hid her gun in the light fixture. Mm-hmm. And then this woman gets the gun because, of course, that's the only problem with Casey. She doesn't know how to hide her. She's, like, staring at it over and over. <laughs> like, well, the, it's behind the lady who then grabs it. Oh, is and that then, your gun? Yeah. But then she manages to talk people down when it's, like, then they pull a gun on her. And she's like, oh, what are you going to do? You know, like, whatever. But she, like, talks them down. And then they break down. And they're like,
0: oh, I'm so sorry. Then, yeah. yeah yeah I there's one episode where she wasn't posing as whatever like she wasn't being the decoy and mm-hmm. I think it was like her neighbor thought she killed her husband mm. and then she like in the beginning of the episode yeah. she's like she's like I am a policewoman mm-hmm. too. Like this other guy, yeah. I am a policewoman, yeah, and I was like, Oh, so she's not even hiding it yeah. this time, but so then she can just be her religious yeah. self, <laughs> she, she was herself, and yeah. her neighbor was like, ah. <laughs> Oh my goodness, that woman, the neighbor, she was so much drama, and then she that one got violent because this woman tried, okay, so her neighbor, uh, her husband was beating her up, and then he like fell down and hit his head, or she hit him with a Bible or something. Oh. And so, and then the cops came, and then she ran away, and um, her sister worked in a massage parlor, and her sister also had been in jail. Oh. And so Casey came in. I, I guess in that point she was being the decoy because she, the sister wasn't supposed to know she was the cop, so she came into the massage parlor to get a massage from the sister. Oh. But then the lady, the neighbor lady who thought she killed her husband came in and started massaging her and choking her. Oh and like Casey passed out and everything and I was like, this is violent. <laughs> this is scaring me. This is very violent. I don't like violent. this violence on TV. Yes. Yeah, oh it gosh. was very shocking.
1: Well in a few that same thing, I think she was uh she shows up at like a little apartment building or whatever and the little girl is out. So first of all the name of this episode was like The Red Clown. <laughs> and I was like, oh great. Do I really want to watch still this? It. I know. Somehow I still watched it. And uh But she walks up to the building. The little girl's outside playing with this stupid clown. Then she walks in and she's talking to the lady who's the mom. And at first I didn't understand what was going on. So the guy's just like missing. And so they're trying to figure this out. And then the little girl comes in. And I swear she says, are you going to find Mike? The little girl says that. Well, this turns out it's her dad. So then I was like, well, why was the little girl referring to him like that? Like, that's so bizarre. Mm-hmm. And then, so again, the whole time she's just the policewoman. And they go to some uh, gallery where he's painted a picture of a clown. <laughs> and the little girl follows her there. And so that's the weird part. She says... Um, Oh, that was my daddy's painting. And so some lady in the gallery, this one's not for sale and she's all cryptic. And then she goes and she takes it to the guy who they're looking for. And then, of course, this little girl somehow is wandering the streets of New York And follows this woman into this basement to see this guy. And the whole time, and then Casey knew the little girl was there, so then she's looking for her, and she lost a little girl in the streets of New York.
0: Because kids were feral. Exactly. I'm
1: like, oh, my God. And it was just kind of creepy, but that little girl, too, then she's, like, screaming, I know, my daddy's in there! And then, and he just didn't want to come home. So I'm assuming then the wife had, like, not hired her, but asked the police to find this guy, and then they were like, well, we can't make him come home. We can only make him support the child.
0: Mm-hmm. So it was a
1: very strange scenario. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, this is really interesting. But, yeah, the whole time she was just like, I'm the policewoman. She wasn't pretending to be anybody. So. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, if these are taken directly from the files That's of the NYPD, then, you know. So, not even think about that. You think a little less of the 50s as the mm-hmm. pure time that it was, eh?
1: And I do want to say, like, and I get that we've come a long way over the years in the way we refer to things. Um, But on the TV, the one where she did end up letting this lady out of handcuffs. This woman went to go find her child uh, because she was going to be going to jail. And apparently later on you find out it was only going to be for six months. So she goes to find her kid. And somehow no one knew she had a kid because they went to talk to, like, this woman's mom. And the mom was like, my daughter doesn't have any children. So the whole thing was very strange. So then they go, this woman's like trying to have her son go into like this orphanage. And she's like, well, how do I know anybody's going to be good to him here? And I kind of wasn't getting under, I wasn't really understanding. Next thing I see, she's on the bridge with her son. And because she couldn't find someone to take care of him, she's going to throw him over. Oh. As opposed to letting someone. And then she refers to him as a backwards child. So I was like, oh, no. so this child has special needs.
0: Oh, no. And
1: she keeps saying, how is anybody else going to care for a backwards child? And I was like, oh, and he's not saying anything. And he actually looks like a young Davy Jones. So I was just like <laughs> the whole time. I was, like, oh, bro, I, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh,
0: no.
1: So she literally a couple of times like picks him up. And then so Casey and another male officer come running up. And then somebody's on the other side. And they're like, no, 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 no. She goes, let me talk to her. And everybody else back off. So, of course, she walks over. And then she plays like devil's advocate. Well, if you're going to do it, just do it. Throw him over. Go ah. ahead. What are you waiting for? Look in his eyes and throw him over. And then so she like,
0: she hugs him up. And then she's like, ah. <laughs> And can't do it. <laughs> See, TV, TV, how do you know that's going to work? I know. How do you know that's going to work? I was like,
1: oh, because there's, then later I was like, oh, okay. And then they're like, well, fine. And she's like, and then we looked in on him. Uh, the They got to speak to her, I guess, while she was in prison. I never did figure out what she or maybe I wasn't paying attention early on. And then they're like, and then we'd go make contact with the boy to let him know, like, when they talked to her. And she's like, you know, she's in there for six months. And I was like, six months? <laughs> she was going to kill her kid? Right. Over <laughs> six months. But was somebody taking care of him for six months Seriously? and you were afraid we are going to be mean to him? Like, right. I was like, this is very bizarre. So, that was an interesting one. Ah, the 50s. Yes.
0: Well, we said um, Beverly Garland was the only person in the cast. Uh, there were a few other faces. The only face okay. I for sure okay. recognized
1: was Grandpa Munster. Did you see that episode? I didn't see the no, Grandpa Al Lewis Did was, we just
0: watch different episodes? We must have, which is bizarre. I think we half and half it. We probably did so. I know you would have recognized some faces. Oh, okay. Because, so yeah, that was the
1: only one I wrote down that I for sure, although every time my Amazon Prime was stuck, there was the same scene. Of a mm-hmm. guy who looked like he was kind of yelling at Casey. Like they were just together. And it was just a still photo of, hey, do you want to watch the next episode of Decoy? Yeah. And he looks familiar, but I, in my brain I can't. So maybe okay. if you say some people. Okay. But Grandpa okay. Munster was the only one. And he was in a club. His name was Chi Oh, I
0: didn't see. Okay. All right. Um, well, the the Wikipedia says that guest co- guest stars included Ed Asner, Peter Falk. I didn't see Ed Asner either. Oh. Um, Peter Falk. Frank Capanella and Joseph Capanella were on multiple times. Colleen Dewhurst, do you know who she is? I don't think so. She played Aunt Marilla in Anne of Green Gables and was in like way bigger roles than that, but that's what Aww. I remember her from. but she when Casey was in the prison, um, Colleen Dewhurst was like the like the boss lady of the prison. Oh, who, okay, I think yeah. I did see that one. Yeah. I thought
1: she looked familiar, so that yeah. must be why She's very okay. Able.
0: Uh, Larry Hagman. No!
1: Okay, now I'm going to go home and watch all of this tonight. You have to
0: watch that one. I'm going to tell you about it. It's so good. It's probably the best episode. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Diane Ladd. And an actor named Tom Petty. Spelled P-E-D-I. Oh, I was like, (laughs) what? (laughs) And uh, Suzanne Plachette, who I also did not see. Okay. So, let me tell you about the ones I did see. So, Simon Oakland is a familiar face. He shows up in two episodes. He plays Sergeant Steve Necklow. Neck. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. And he's been in a bunch of stuff, but I remember him as the psychiatrist at the end of Psycho who's telling us what's wrong with Norman Bates.
1: Oh. He's,
0: yeah. He came up. He was in the first episode I watched, and I was like, I know who that guy is. Interesting. Then uh, Henry Beckman, who played the manager in The Monkeys, who buys the monkey's paw from them. Okay. He plays a lawyer. Remember, he he like took the monkey's paw and he wished for a million dollars, yes. and he was taken away for tax evasion. Yes. Immediately, as if that's the way it happened. <laughs> uh, he plays a lawyer slash drug pusher in one episode okay. where this. It was like a rich college girl was buying drugs from her lawyer who's her Mm -hmm. dad's lawyer i don't even know interesting um and so he's talking like she's the decoy like casey is undercover Mm -hmm. and so she goes with the girl to buy the drugs or to get the drugs from the lawyer who i think she also has a thing with and then she is able to disarm him when he pulls a gun on the girl he, she's able to disarm him by slapping the gun out of his hand from behind because she's just some lady. Yeah. You know, and he's uh-huh. got a gun and he's just like, oh, it's just some lady. She's not going to hurt me. And then she's all, I'm a policewoman. After she slaps it <laughs> out of his hand. And I'm like, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> so there. So there, you thought I was just a woman. I'm, I'm just, a woman. I'm just a frail woman and I'm a policewoman. <laughs> okay, so Larry Hagman. Oh, my God. I'm going to show it to you. I can't believe I missed Larry Heg- <laughs> So Larry Hegman is in an episode about a woman who can't remember who she is. She, like, wakes up in this mm. room for rent, and she has no idea who she is. Larry Hegman is a college student, and they're... First, this lady... <laughs> so they take this lady. She doesn't know who she is. They take her to the police station, and then Casey is, like, on the phone or talking to someone else or whatever. But behind her, a detective is questioning the woman by reading off a list of names to see if she remembers what her name is. So he's like, Betty, Belinda. (laughs) And he just keeps going on. Oh, my God. And, yeah, they're like in the bees. So this college woman, whose name I forget what it ends up being, too, um, she and Larry Hagman had been smoking the reefer previously. She said, I bought the reefers for a dollar (sighs) a piece. (laughs) <laughs> and there's a whole conversation about what the reefer does to you. Oh. And then when she was high, she so she and Larry Hagman they got high on the reefers together. Uh-huh. And then she got into a car with her sister, Geraldine. Okay, so she was driving and Geraldine was a passenger. Uh-huh. And the reefer made her drive too fast. And it made her sister jump out of the car and die. Oh! <gasps> Oh, That's no. That's what the reefer does oh, to Oh, the reefer does bad things to you. It is a dramatic you. episode. It's really <laughs> good. You will have to go back and watch it. Oh,
1: my God. I for sure will.
0: It was amazing.
1: I do have to say, too, since we're speaking pricing, there was a point where she was uh, befriending some woman who was like, well, what does a woman make? And she's like, oh, about 75 a week. And she's like, oh, is that all? Because I made more, blah, 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 blah. And mm. I was like, so she got paid $75 a week? Does that seem in 1957 like that might be, I was like, I guess that's I probably idea, accurate. No idea. I'm like, I but I don't know. I mean it costs
0: five dollars to go to the doctor. Right. So. I'm like,
1: hmm <laughs> interesting. Okay. I bet I means- mean, I know it's a wonderful life. He's offered he offers him like twenty thousand a year and he about yeah. falls out of his chair. Yeah. So, you know. Back in that was in like the thirties.
0: Sure. Well, I mean they were, I don't know. Anyway <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to do my head. So Beverly Garland had said in an interview at one point Throughout my life, I've had 10 or 20 women come up to me and tell me they saw me on decoy and because of it they became a policewoman. Oh. So that is excellent. That and is very excellent. You can buy all 39 episodes of this on DVD on Amazon for $12. <gasps> and watch it anytime you want.
1: Well, I might have to do that. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. This is actually a good show. Um, I was yep. watching it, like I said, on the Prime, and then you know, of course, it, it like you have to watch all the commercials. Um, So,
0: yeah. It is really good. I mean, I've watched very few episodes of Dragnet. Mm, I don't think I've ever watched Dragnet. the episodes that I saw were very vanilla in their crimes. Mm. Like, I watched one where a guy was stealing coins from a laundromat. And that was the high crime. So, like, that's what I was expecting here. I'm Mm -hmm. sure there's other Dragnet episodes that are way more dramatic than that. But, like, this was a lot more... um, Like, instantly, (laughs) hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of drugs. A lot of women waking up in strange beds. Mm hmm. And a lot of, like, screaming women. At one point, I didn't watch the whole episode because I didn't have time, but I'm pretty sure Casey was going to be a prostitute. Oh. She was, like, she went home with this man whose wife was in a wheelchair and he she was the new boarder mm. because he had seen her picking a pocket of a guy in a bar oh. and so then he was like oh you can be my new girl and then she went home with him and i was like but i didn't get to watch rest
1: of it." my only other thought too is since we've already done the episode that creeps us out the most in the world ever and we'll never forget the guy um <laughs> but there's an episode like that I don't know if you saw the one. So she, they get a call from this lady who's been getting these phone calls. And this guy, she's like, and this guy, the things he says and da, 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 da. So you're like at first you're like, okay. I feel well like i might have seen that. Then they go, and I'm I believe it's Casey and another mail officer go, and then they're in the room, and then they answer the phone when he calls. And then they show you the guy, and he's all up close and yes. sweaty.
0: I think that was the first one I saw.
1: And he's just like, and he's just oh yeah. I mean, it's I mean, you're like skeeved out because you're like, yeah. it's I mean, you know, we know things somebody could say to you that you'd be like, oh my god, <laughs> vulgar, whatever. But this almost seems like I, and then I'm going to kidnap you. And mm-hmm. then I'm going to, you know, like really bizarro. And then they switch places. He's supposed to meet Casey somewhere. Yes. Doesn't show up. She goes into like the little deli and orders food to be brought up to her room. I guess it was in the same oh, thing. He's- and he's there. And then he brings the food up. And she's like, yeah, go ahead and set it right there. She tells him to set it on the floor, which is also weird. But then he sets it down, and then he goes
0: to leave. That was scary. He locks the door. And I was like, oh, oh, my God. I feel like that (laughs) guy was someone I've seen before on other things, though. Yeah, again, he seems like
1: one of those. Yeah. But super, again, I just got all, like, sucked into it. Because I was like, oh, my God, I'm so scared. What's going to happen? And she's nervous, even though they were like, well, because they were supposed to be like, she thought they were done for the night. They were observing her. But... So luckily she was smart enough to like take the phone off the hook and then they somehow tracked it that way. And, and didn't she
0: talk to him like she was like, oh, I think we can be friends mm-hmm. and so he's whatever. like, I know you want it or whatever yeah. and then he's all close and she's like, yeah, 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 let's let's yeah. sit down so uncomfortable. That made me uncomfortable like the different strokes yes, episode. Yes, exactly. I was like where you can't almost not watch it where you're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, don't touch me. Well, that's why I wanted <laughs> us to watch it because I did start watching it and I didn't, I was like, oh, it's just going to be an old 50s TV show that I won't really be that into. But once I started watching it, I was like, this is actually really good. It is. I mean, it's very old black and white. Mm -hmm. So on Amazon, it's kind of hard to watch because, you know, it's kind of grainy. And
1: I swear that almost makes it more creepier at times. Black and white in general. Like, there's so many old but scary movies. But when they're in black and white, you're like,
0: ah. Yeah.
1: And, yeah, this is really this was really good yeah i thought the same thing i'm like is it going to be corny is it going to be it's old it's Mm -hmm. not gonna but yeah i was like sucked in and thought man that is more like there are more vanilla episodes on tv today than some of these i was like
0: wow yeah you You think think of like the the censorship of leave it to beaver not being able to show a toilet yeah and you don't think that a show like this would be on tv no and i have no idea what time of night it was on because I couldn't find a single TV listing for this show anywhere. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, it was really hard to find any information on any of it. Even um, Simon Oakland, who I said before was mm-hmm. in Psycho. Um, some of his filmographies on some websites don't even mention this show, show this. in it. Hmm. So it's kind of a lost show that a lot of people don't know about. But I think that everybody should watch it because it is really super good.
1: It is. And there's only 39 episodes, so you could definitely just mm-hmm. watch it when you're just randomly wanting to find something that's kind of cool and off the path.
0: I don't think they're all on Amazon, though. I think there were only, like, 20 episodes on there, weren't there? Or, um, You know,
1: I didn't get to watch them all, but I was looking through and it looked like they showed most of them. Unless it was, sometimes it skips and I don't pay attention or whatever, so I might skip certain episodes. But...
0: Yeah, I'm not sure they were all there, but... Anyway, watch it, because you will like it, and we liked it.
1: I liked it a lot. It was good.
0: Great. Great. So, you got anything else to say about decoy policewoman? Policewoman. I'm a policewoman. Um, <laughs> I don't. You good. should just walk around, I'm a caterer. I am a caterer. People will be like... Uh, okay. Talking to their friend and they're about food, and you step in, you yeah. like answer the question yeah. for them, and, you go, and you're and you like, oh, I'm a
1: caterer. But should I
0: say, I'm a caterer
1: woman? Yeah, I'm a caterer, I'm a caterer, caterer woman. woman. I'm a lady, lady caterer. I'm a lady <laughs> caterer. I love it. Yes, I'm going to do that. I'm going to start asking people. I'm literally going to tell my friends who are police officers all of the time, like, Are you a police woman?
0: a like, police woman. And they're going to be like,
1: Stop, what are you doing? Why are you talking to me like that? I'm like, Oh, no reason
0: reason i just watch too much (laughs) i just watch
1: a lot and it's fine
0: (laughs) okay so um you guys we are on the tiktoks now i know that natalie you don't watch the tiktoks i don't but we are getting really popular on the tiktoks so um you should follow us On there because we've got clips from we'll have clips from this show from Decoy. We've got a lot of clips from the Golden Palace because Mm. I watched so much of it recently. Yes, and yeah, you guys should come over there and find us. We're also on Instagram and Facebook and what else are we on? The Twitter. The Twitter. Sometimes Um, we're all over social media. So tell your friends about our show. Mm -hmm. Also Patreon. We're on Patreon. Yeah. If you want to support the show. We've got a lot of goodies over there. We have uh, bonus content. We have a weekly history lesson for you. Mm. And not only do you get the bonus content and extra episodes, but you also get our regular episodes early. Mm. And you can comment right there in the app on the episode. So if you've ever, you know, wanted to talk back to the episode, now you can comment in the Patreon app, and we'll see it.
1: I love it. We love everybody's input. We love that. We know we're not
0: experts, but we love feedback. Yeah, you can call us out on whatever. We don't care. We can take it. We know. We know how we are. We are podcast women. We are
1: podcast women. (laughs)
0: Lady podcasters. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) All right. Well, shall we wrap up Decoy? We
1: shall wrap up Decoy. All right.
0: No theme song. The, uh, <laughs> <backstory>. <laughs>
1: scary music <laughs>
0: click if you enjoy the show please leave a review and also subscribe so you won't miss an episode you can find us on Facebook Twitter and Instagram we love to hear from our listeners for additional content check us out at patreon.com slash tvtangents